y'all. Welcome to season three of the podcast. We'd love for you to join us as we venture into new territories of faith, friendship, and Fayetteville in 2024. So pull up a chair at our table. We are so glad you're here. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Um, don't forget that you can follow us on social media at um, hey, y'all underscore the podcast. You can Follow our um, blog and just website at converseandcrowns.com. We have a TikTok that we're still trying to tiki-talk and figure out. (laughs) Um, But uh, please share. Um, We're on all major platforms at this point and platforms we didn't even know existed. Uh, Just just keep spreading. Um, You know, we... It helps us, but we also, you know, feel like the Lord's using it, so we'd like other people to hear. Um, so just spread it around, share the love. <laughs> um, so, what's the yummy, y'all? Well, today we had lunch at one of our favorite spots called Compadres in Hattiesburg, <laughs> and it was Shocker. it was fantastic. Even though we were missing yeah. Meg sitting with us, I, I had expect- a turkey and cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I expected the people to be like, uh, where's the fourth one? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we had new people that didn't. Yeah. I was going to say the, I almost said kid. He is clearly a grown man, but I think I taught him, um, that waited on us. Um, he's, he, he was like there in the beginning Yeah, and then His he's been gone. <laughs> he's been gone for a while. Yes. And he, he came um, back. also, um, Again, I would just like to put a plug in. Compadres needs to to pay us a little bit. It was so full when we uh-huh. left, like every table. It hadn't been like that in a long time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, clearly people are listening to the advertisement here. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. they are. If they want to just give us discount cards, that'd It has be great. nothing to do with the fact that they're quick and delicious. It's all because <laughs> of us. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, um, I'll introduce the episode and a little bit going into next week's as well. Mm -hmm. Um, kind of touches on a similar thing. Um, probably about a month or so ago, I actually listened to a podcast or a series of podcasts that I just thought was really cool. Um, and had a really, uh, neat way of looking at, embracing your limitations um and i think a lot of times we hear the word limitations and we automatically think of this like negative connotation to it um and um they were trying to put you know basically saying this is a positive spin you know and so thinking about limitations in the fact that um we, we as humans have limitations, right? We are, we have to go to sleep every night. That's a reminder that we cannot do everything. Um, that we can't, like literally no way that we can become God or be God or handle everything perfectly because we are, we have limitations as humans. And so, you know, they talked about your limitations being um, like physical and emotional and um time you know just the constraints of this physical world and that basically those limitations we should all look at them as um you know what what are they in the season that we're in at the time they do change over time and they can be kind of like the ditches that are the boundaries Mm -hmm. the guardrails we've talked about that before that um, help us to kind of put our life into perspective Um, but ultimately those limitations should be celebrated because they point us and other people to a limitless God. 
um, and um, it is a way of looking at it like that. So um, they talked about like five different areas um, to embrace your limitations in. And so we're going to hit on a couple, about three of them, I guess, more or less, um, that we just felt like uh, actually kind of was things that we were going through mm -hmm. or have been through yeah. in the last year and kind of rehash some of that. So, um, yeah. So I think that's kind of kind of sums up what we're going to be yeah. talking about. Okay. Um, so, and today, more or less, what we're going to be doing is what, um, what you're called to do. Yeah. Thoughts. What, yeah. <laughs> what you're this called gets to. In, this gets into Bailey's uh, <laughs> um, outline for into us. My I'm not, into yeah, my notes. <laughs> I'm not as good on. <laughs> um, and I think if you have not listened to, especially Meg, talk about her word of the year for last year, Purpose. I think that is a huge setup and kind of um, spiritual journey of this concept of like doing what you're called to do. You're not called to do everything. Um, we are in a society that praises overdoing of having all the plates spinning, juggling all the balls, and we're all exhausted. Especially, I mean, yeah. women are called to that. Moms, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, are called to that. Um, and that's just not not what you know what we were made for um so the first thing i thought is you know doing what you're called to do how do you recognize what you're actually called to do like when you are called to like how do you know you're doing or not doing um what you're called to i think um and this kind of came from that podcast um but they defined um like calling you you have like a big c calling mm -hmm. over your life mm -hmm. as a christian right but you also have little c callings and like the seasons that you're in right um and so one of the ways that they define like those little c callings um was a prayerful consideration of how god has wired you and the skills he's given you mm -hmm. and what has he sat right in front of you at this time um, that you can utilize like your affinity and your skills right. for. Um, and I kind of like that. I, I was like, you know, that's true. Cause I think a lot of times we get hung up on like, what, what am I supposed to be for the rest of my life? Mm -hmm. You right. know, or like, that's what feels like our calling. And it's really not that big yeah. and looming and scary. Right. One step at a time, like the mug. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think, and we've said this before, and I know Meg talked about this a lot with her word. I think restlessness, both good mm -hmm. and bad, like when you're doing something and you're just restless in it, mm -hmm. or when you're not doing, like, if somebody's asked you to do something or you see a need or whatever, like, you can pass whatever off as coincidence or happenstance. But when you start seeing the same thing over and over or, you know, several people have asked you about where maybe that is the Lord trying to, you know, get your attention or, you know, if you just can't stop thinking about like, maybe that's, you know, stop and pray about like, maybe that's it. That restless, just the Holy Spirit trying to get your attention, mm -hmm. you know? That's what I was going to say, because I know 
for me, it was that restlessness mm-hmm. and that, like, I could not, cause like I said, like I enjoyed what I was doing, but I just didn't feel peaceful in mm-hmm. it. Like I just, and, and it was a whole, like, and I could tell like that restlessness was from the Lord. Like I could tell that it was, you know, it wasn't just boredom or something getting old. Cause I did have joy in it. I could just tell that it was, you know, more of a supernatural mm-hmm. restlessness, I guess. And so it was a matter of like getting in the word and just letting him steer because, you know, so much of it was, I felt that pressure of finding who I was and like the only value I brought to the world was through that. And it was like the Lord, you know, had to take that away in a way, but, um, I don't know, for me, it was definitely that. And I'd never really felt restlessness like that before. Mm-hmm. I don't think, um, well, no, I don't think I know I haven't. <laughs> that was kind of the first time. So, um, if you feel something like that, that that's totally what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that for me was definitely how I knew. So, and we're going to talk about saying no in a second, but, I think especially because we grew up in the church and how I put this, the church has not always been good, especially with women of the concept of you don't have to do everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a book called uh, Captivating and there's a um, companion book uh, called Wild at Heart for Guys. And it talks about how the church is full of women who are exhausted because they've been told that their purpose is to serve. And that is not true. Um, Yes, service comes out of, you know, um, and I think sometimes it's hard for us to differentiate or let go or whatever because you're doing good things. Mm -hmm. Like surely this Mm -hmm. good thing can't be bad. And it's not that it's bad. It's that it's not yours to do. And Mm -hmm. that, that can, it's easy to let go of like, or to at least recognize like, Oh, clearly I'm not supposed to be doing this because it's bad. Um, but when you're doing the good or when you're doing 10 things separately, Mm -hmm. all for the good, it's hard to realize what to let go. So you could put a lot more energy Mm -hmm. and a lot Mm -hmm. more of yourself into Mm -hmm. one, which is your calling. Right. Yeah. Right. And when you're doing something good and you find like, it becomes almost an idol of Mm -hmm. this is what, this is what's good about me is this thing I do. And the Lord's like, no, like what's good about you is how I made you. And you don't have to carry all this. You know what I mean? Like um, when it becomes almost an idol to you of, you know, your worth, then that's not good either. Right. Yeah. Well, because you're not embracing your limitation, right? right. You're exactly. kind of elevating yourself above human form. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. I can do all of yeah, this or I can a... take take on all of this. Like mm-hmm. you're you're not letting God fill in the gap. Mm-hmm. Like you're mm-hmm. trying to fill it in yourself, you know, more or yeah. less. I mean, and it's almost kind of that, you know, um, like you're, you're almost operating out of fear in a way, like, yes, like doing these 10 things are Mm -hmm. like, you know, they're all good things and I need to be doing this, but really probably for most of us at the core of it, we're operating out of a fear of if I quit doing that, um, like who would I then be? Right. Or who am I Mm -hmm. letting down? Who am I letting down? Like, you know, like, like I have no worth, like what would my worth in the world be at that point? And you're not like, it's a fear of that, 
that then turns into a, well, how much trust do I really have in God? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, almost kind of like, you know, tithing, you yeah. know, like, I mean, a lot of times people don't tithe because I mean, I couldn't make it without that 10%, right. you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. And I can't trust, you know, I'm just not sure I can trust God enough to, to you yeah. know, to give, to meet my needs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I mean, it, it kind of all goes into to that at the same time. Yeah. Um, I also on the recognizing side, and this is one I think I didn't truly really appreciate until maybe the last like year and a half. And that is looking at your seasons of preparation that maybe at the time you don't know your seasons of preparation. Um, or maybe while you are walking through a season that you're like, what the heck is like, why to be like, okay, Lord, is this preparing me for what is what I'm being mm-hmm. called to do? Um, and that's a good like directional, I think sometimes just seeing where the Lord has, you know, yeah, built like in the, what whatever it is. Yeah, like skills and talents. Like yeah. I mean, you know, he uses those gifts mm-hmm. and they were there for a reason. Yeah. I mean I mean, silly thing, networking. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you met this part and you did that and the like there's just a lot that we like to push off as chance that yeah. God's not a big God of chance. He's yeah. pretty, pretty detailed. So, um, okay. So that's kind of like doing what you're called to do, unless y'all have anything no, no, we're good. That's... Okay. The, the next section is kind of where I think we'll, we'll have a little bit more because it's flowing off of that of, Saying no, that could be a sense by itself, but saying no with confidence. Um, And this is something that I think we've all kind of discussed in our personal lives. Um, Another thing that, you know, God bless, we are also Southern women. And in the South, you don't say no to a whole lot. Um, You smile and, you know, of course. Um, And so how like how we approach saying no with confidence and being okay with that. I think it's kind of what Christy said of when someone comes, I've never done this until recently. Um, and part of it, I think is a pride thing where somebody at church asked me to do something and I was like, no, thank you though. But no. And it was kind of this like pushback of like, eh, and I was like, the Lord hasn't called me of that. And I was like, that's right. Stand behind me. The <laughs> Lord told me. But like, so often we feel like we have to have our own excuses. I mean, and we're bad about not, I think sometimes taking the Lord said no as, as a full thing. Um, and so, you know, we were saying, do what you're called to do. And what I think of is like Martha. Okay. I've told y'all before. Me and Martha would have been BFF. I'm 110% positive she was a two-wing one. Um, And think about at the time when she is preparing this meal and all this stuff, trying to serve Jesus and all the people that were there, that wasn't a bad thing. Like, she was clearly on the social committee. She was getting everything together. But he had not asked for that. She was not called for that. There are plenty of times that he sat down and had meals with people so that it wasn't that that was the problem. It was that she wasn't called to that. Like, and she was upset um, because, you know, other people saw that. And I get it. Like, I would have been making the food too. 
um, even though that, that wasn't, you know, what she was called to. So how, um, how do you kind of approach that? Like, especially if you have the skills and the talent, because that's a lot of times the like, well, we thought of you because oh, yeah. Yeah, you're just so acting. good at. You're so creative. Yeah. Uh-huh. That pride be at tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> My favorite is um, you're just always so reliable and loyal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're punishing, punishing me. me. <laughs> um, so how do you, how do you approach that? Saying no. I think first you I have think- to recognize yeah. Right. Like you're, yeah. you're, that you're in that season. Like you have to recognize what God's calling you to. Yeah. And a lot of times, mm-hmm. like I said, there's a big C calling on your mm-hmm. life and then mm-hmm. there's these little C's. Yeah. Um, and like, what is God calling you to like right now this season? Um, and you know, sometimes it just comes down to capacity. Yeah. Like I mm-hmm. literally cannot fit mm-hmm. something right. else in my schedule or right. like, I'm sorry. Like I literally mentally cannot remember that my phone is the one hooked up to, (laughs) you know, bring Megan to the conversation. And I'm afraid I left it at church. I'm looking all around for it, you know, like, um, but you know, I think you have to, you have to take inventory beforehand. Hmm. Like you Mm -hmm. have to sit quietly before, before you even get to those decisions to prioritize yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. And because we are Southern women and we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, um, yeah. I, I have had to use, I just don't have the bandwidth or the energy to dedicate to the point that it needs to be done. I yeah. mean, like, this is a big, a big project. It's a big thing. It's very important. And I'm scared I don't have what it takes right. to yeah. make it as big as it needs to be just yeah. uh-huh. with everything going on. And you don't have to be rude about yeah. it, but no. you know, but as we know, you we sometimes get punished for being good at things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I was going to say, just be honest. Like I was for a long time, just not, not honest. Like I'd be like, yeah, that's, you know, that's fine. I can do that. Sure. I coach at 6am and then I go to school all day. Yeah. I'm totally free by five o'clock at night. But like, I mean, I wasn't being honest with them or myself, like, Mm -hmm. because if you sign up to do stuff and then you do it with not a good attitude and you're not joyful in your spirit, that's not the good place to be either. And that's kind of where I found myself in a lot of stuff is like, I did it because I felt like I was supposed to. And I wasn't, I just wasn't honest with people of, Hey, like I'm already committed to a lot and I'm already, you know, kind of spread pretty thin. So I just don't think I'm going to be able to do that. You know, thanks for thinking of me though. Like, I don't know why that's so hard to say, but it is. And something I Um, wish I knew, you know, back whenever I was younger, whenever you were taking on way too many things is, is mm-hmm. that you were just a number in the line of people that they have asked. There right. are five more oh, people yeah. behind you because they're mm-hmm. expecting somebody to say no. It's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You are not, it, it, you are not the linchpin holding something together. Yeah. And, and I know this is a personality thing. Um, some of us feel like we have to have a very well thought out overly mm-hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. explained excuse and I know part of that is a trauma response (laughs) Um, but something that I had very much clearly spoken to me um, about a year ago was no is a complete sentence Mm -hmm. and to not offer the Mm -hmm. which to me feels almost rude because I am the over explainer but when they say hey we have I had I had somebody at work come the other day and said, would you like to go to this conference? And I said, I'm not going, but thank you. 
And she said, well, why not? And I said, because I'm not going. Yeah. I'm not going. Like, because I have a life outside, you know, mm-hmm. and like, I, I'm not obligated to explain everything to everybody. And I feel like I have to. But part of that is because I'm afraid they're they're judging. Yeah. Which is a pride issue, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I liked what Christy said about Ari having, you know, that that talk, that conversation. What you tell your kids of like, before you go to the party, <laughs> you already need to decide you're yeah. not going to do drink or do drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you get in the party, like that idea. Um, but also something I think this is probably a woman issue when someone asks you it's not a game show you do, you don't get points for answering quick you can say let me think about that yeah. let me go and sometimes that gives you enough time to step back and be like oh yeah or oh no you know yeah um i feel like sometimes we feel like we have to give them an instantaneous answer which that is not true yeah um just because we live in a culture like that. My question that I just thought of um, that was not on my um, outline, I almost feel like now saying no is easier. How do you, asking for a friend, how do you get out of stuff you said yes to in previous seasons without moving to Arkansas? Meg <laughs> 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 had her That's hand up and I was like, yeah, so how do you, because a lot of times I feel like unless you have some big, like, you can tell. Well, so I, I think I was kind of thinking of this question. Um, so I'm going to kind of steer uh-huh, away from uh-huh. that question yeah, no. just a second. But I feel like I feel like out of everybody here, I probably have the easiest time saying no. That's yeah, just my, I agree with like, that. That's just my personality. Yes. Um, sometimes I think I say no for the wrong reasons. Like it's out of a selfish, you know, type thing, you know, whatever. But aside from that, you know, I think in general, it is also hard for single adults, Mm -hmm. like in our age group. So late thirties, early forties, that like where we're settled, we, you know, own houses, we have successful careers. Like, you know, we've got kids like, I think that it's harder for us to maybe say no with confidence. And one thing that I have to remind myself is, you know, what if this is, what if, if I am single for the rest of my life, like at this point, the odds are in favor of that happening. Like there's a 50, 50 shot, but we're moving closer to that 50 plus range. Right. And if that's true, a lot of people in this world look at singles as having plenty of time, mm. um, plenty of extra resources, not necessarily, you know, financial resources or anything, but, you know, capacity, more capacity, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to say yes. But if if this is my life and if I am going to be single for the rest of my life, then there are going to be seasons that I am not available for everything. Mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. That's an assumption for everybody. Mm-hmm. But just like, you know, a, a married person would go through a, a honeymoon phase where, you know, they, mm-hmm. they have more, you know, free time and stuff like that. And then they have young kids and they don't have the free time. And there's those limitations of like a young family and kind of getting things started. Or then you got kids who are in sports and stuff like that. And okay, you don't have time. Like, I feel like singles don't get that grace. As much. Um, But I have to remind myself that, like, just because I have all of these extra or don't have the same limitations as some people, Mm -hmm. I still have limitations on my seasons. Like, Mm -hmm. right now, right now, at this very time, I'm in a very limited season Mm -hmm. uh, or a season of a lot of limitations. Um, And so that does help me build confidence to say no, but I have to get myself there. Right. Does that make sense? Like I have to give myself grace that it's okay to say no, that like, I don't have to, um, see myself in the same perspective that the world sees me. Oh, you're single. You got all the free time in the world to do whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I think that goes into like what you were asking Bailey, you know, how do I get out of things that I've already said yes to? Well, I think you need to, like, remind yourself and remind the people around, like, hey, just because I'm, like, I don't have this big life change moment mm-hmm. to, to say, well, I'm hanging this up because of this life change does not mean that you're not in a different season. Right. That, than when. That, yeah. that says that's okay to hang yeah. that up, you know, at that point. Um, I think that's harder to explain to people and all, but. It is. You know, and I think mm-hmm. having to accept that I think it's a personal acceptance some people, for me. Some like, people just to... aren't going to Oh yeah. Agree or be like right. well but you don't have kids or you don't have, like That doesn't it, mean that I right. don't have seventy five thousand other right. things going on right now. Well and um because of course the Lord knew that we were recording this. So one of the um devotions that I do that I started in January um, it had a quote uh, from Lisa Turkhurst that said, whenever you say yes to something, there's less of you for something else. Make sure your yes is worth the less. Yeah. And I was like, first of all, let me write that down for I the podcast. Say, send that? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, we'll put it online. But, um, yeah, there is less of you. It Maybe it's not that, that, like, that, that commitment is the issue it's that by doing that commitment your commitment to something else correct is going to be damaged yeah um yeah yeah and i think just as singles i think the world doesn't give us the grace that yeah we may have other commitments Mm -hmm. that we're neglecting or that we're selfish Mm -hmm. if we choose those commitments over Yeah. yeah yeah correct and we act like because we think we know everything about what somebody is going through like um there was something that somebody asked me and i was like i literally can't and i wasn't going to explain because i'm having health problems and blah 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 but i'm thinking they walked away frustrated at me thinking that i was just being selfish and wanting to go home and you know live my best life without (laughs) kids and reality i was trying to keep my head above water and be able to make it to work every day because that was quite Mm -hmm. you know and so i think sometimes we almost single or not single we kind of look at what we see of someone and Mm -hmm. just assume we have the full picture yeah yeah um Mm -hmm. and use that to judge is there excuse enough or is there you know um 
And on the opposite side, if you're a person who is in charge of asking and doing whatever, when someone says no, maybe just take it as no. Yeah. Instead of being that like push, push, like, do you ultimately want somebody that's there that wants to burn the whole building down because they're so frustrated, you know? Um, well, and I think that's what kind of listening to these conversations in the podcast that I listened to um, made me think, you know, embrace your limitations. Like, people engaging in their limitations and embracing them and saying no and mm-hmm. and putting up boundaries. Like, I shouldn't... I shouldn't you know, turn sideways and look at that and go, what, what's wrong with you? Right. I should look at that and go, that's, you know, I see God in that yeah. because you're saying I cannot do all of this. Like mm-hmm. somebody else has to, and not just if another person, but like there has to be an amount of faith to step out and that God's going to handle all this stuff too. And, and that's not fair of me not to like pick up and worship, yeah. you know, in that, that way. Um, and if you are that overachieving, people-pleasing personality type, which a lot of times is tied to pride, it can become a simple thing yeah. of, you know. Um, and, and I think of, like, certain things that I've had to give up in certain seasons. And you know what? The world's still spinning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ministers, even though, you know, and ultimately, if the whole thing falls apart because you walk away, then, you know... That that still, if that wasn't what you were called to, then maybe yeah. it was meant to fall apart. Yeah, or or you pick up that, um, oh, I'm going to go ahead and do this. I'm going to say yes to this, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not letting that season be the full preparation. Like mm-hmm. the Lord mm-hmm. being like, well, yeah, I really kind of thought you'd do that in a couple of years. Right. <laughs> right. You know, so I was trying to get you there, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we kind of joked like we'd have never done this podcast right x number mm-hmm. of years ago you know or yeah. whatever um i mean that's just like a small piece of it yeah. but sometimes you have to say no to certain things so that you can continue to grow in other areas yeah so because, you can say yes to others yeah, yeah but yeah. then the lord's going to bring that back around mm-hmm. later on right. and then it's a yes in that season yeah. you know or whatever. right um Kind of, and once again, this was a um, devotion that I had leading up to this. Um, we have jokingly said, like, something will come up, and I'll be like, I just had about this, and somebody else will be like, I heard something. I'm like, okay, I'll put it on the list, because clearly the Lord wants it. But um, Shanti Feldhahn, 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 um, I've done, I've read several of her books. This is her first devotion that I'm doing, but I love the way she put this, and I thought went so well with this concept and it was embrace who you're not and the way she looked at it kind of like finding the positive of the limitations it was like finding the beauty and who the lord created you not to be and what she said is how has god not wired you um celebrating who we are and are not is the key to fitting joyfully into our places in the body of christ and i thought I've never thought about, like, who Christ has not made me to be. Um, like, how have I not been wired? But, I mean, there are some, like, I, I mean, things that I was not called to teach elementary school. <laughs> no, <laughs> me ma'am. <neither. laughs> I was not wired for that. That would not be, like, 
VBS. I did VBS when I was like younger and had more patience. Like, if you want me to bring food for the worker, let me know how much. <laughs> if you want me to help set up, let me. Know. But like, I have not been wired to teach little children VBS because that's not my gift, and it would leave with me having a very bad heart attitude and. You know, it's just like, I know I'm not wired for that. Yeah. And I think sometimes we miss out on that, the the beauty of that too, of like how God hasn't created us. Yeah. Um, but Bailey, you have the summers off. You're the perfect person to do VBS. <laughs> she says that because that's literally a conversation we have every year. Um, but, you know, I mean, like, but, and maybe this is, to think, but how has God not wired y'all? Like, what's yeah. something you know the Lord hasn't wired you for that you see not, in others? He has not wired me to, like, public speaking is the wrong word, but, like, lead a, you know, mm-hmm. a workshop. or lead. I talk entirely too fast, especially, like, normal, but if I get nervous, it's even more so. Now, I will research. I will get your presentation ready. Mm-hmm. It will be the best presentation you've ever seen. Don't make me talk through it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay yeah. yeah yeah and I think as we get older we kind of learn and mm-hmm. we I think we are able to sit more in the things that we yeah. we learn because people have asked us to good at but like we're more okay with the fact that hey we're not good at everything right you know yeah. like I think that comes with age you know um mm-hmm. but yeah for all the 20 year olds that are the people pleasing saying yes mm-hmm. all the time that that's a lesson learned yeah. now instead yeah. of when you're 30 yeah. or something. When you're yeah. exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you're always going to be better if you, you know, you let somebody else do those things and you don't stress yourself out. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to be, you're going to show up a more full person, like a more mm-hmm. engaged person, mm-hmm. a more like mm-hmm. you're going to show up in better version of yourself if you don't get hung up Yeah. in all of that. So it is worth celebrating. And I think sometimes being able to sit back and view how you're not wired can build like uh, a heart gratitude of, oh, "Oh, you really, you really have wired me for fill in the blank. Like this isn't just, I think sometimes I talk to my kids about this when we talk about like skills and abilities that you're good at. A lot of what is really a strength or a talent that we have because it comes natural we don't think it's that big of a deal, right? And like to somebody else, it may be huge. Um, I think sometimes being able to step back and go, wow, I can't do that, but I'm really good. Okay, the Lord really did give me that gift. Um, Another great way to kind of see maybe where he's directing, like if that is what he he fed into you. Yeah. Um, So. Yeah. And I think just being okay that seasons change. Yeah. I think that's what I've learned in the last year. Um, like I, I felt like there were certain things that could not be seasons and just had to go on for forever. Turns yeah. out no. And so it's yeah, okay that's... to say yeses and mm-hmm. no with confidence, like to mm-hmm. see those delineations and to be able to say like that helps with confidence too. Yeah. That's good. Like, Oh, I know for certain that I was supposed to say yes all those years, but Turns out mm-hmm. now I'm supposed to say no, you know. Yeah, that's good. So well, and being in the Word and being in tune with mm-hmm. the Lord and what He wants helps you yeah. <laughs> differentiate yeah. these yeah. things, you know, and like having discernment about 
you know, what you should and shouldn't do. Um, but I mean, you know, we can still get very caught up in those things, but I think you can't just not be in the word and not, you know, fellowship with him and then just expect it to, you know, fall in your lap like that. Like you have to, um, you know, have the discernment from somewhere, I think. So. And having that trap that you can use as a sounding yeah. board. Yeah, um, for sure. To give you clarity. Because I know, like, our group text a lot of times <laughs> um, is, you know, this is what I was thinking. This is why I feel guilty. Um, wh- where am I lining up? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But if you do have those people that know your heart, know God's heart, pray for you, know what you're like, because God speaks through through those around you too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. Okay, who, who, who was this? Oh, it's me. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry, y'all. It's like we've never done it. Okay, sorry. Um, how, well, I don't even want to ask. How well, was compadre? It I'm was good sorry, it was great. Meg. Whatever. Turkey sandwich was delicious. If it so. makes you feel any better, I have it doesn't. salad. It doesn't. I'm just kidding. I just miss being with y'all. I mean, I, I know, I know. with y'all right now, but you know we do feel we do feel important that you've not yet found a new mexican spot yeah i haven't i haven't been to any mexican spot i'll wait for y'all to come and then we'll find we'll find the one we'll We'll hit like seven of them it'll be a whole day (laughs) that'll be the yummy y'all for the next yeah seven episodes that is so funny tour fayetteville Thanks for tagging along. See y'all later. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.